welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 103, Passions from a Common Spring. It's good to be back with you, friends. I was very sick at the beginning of this month, uh, spent Labor Day here in America, uh, not doing any labor, but also not doing anything else because I was in bed or sitting in a chair watching lots of TV because I did not feel good uh, and really only started feeling pretty much like my usual chipper self within the last few days. Um, really bad respiratory virus of some kind. Not COVID to the best of my knowledge, but uh, yeah, just uh, very... Uh, very hard to talk without coughing, which is not great when you're a podcaster, let me tell you. So uh, hopefully I can get through this show without any issues, and it's a jam-packed show. We have a lot to talk about, so let's just jump right into it. And the first order of business is, I have a soundboard now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I've thought about having a soundboard for quite a while, um, but, uh, actually just out of the blue, there was a new app called, I believe, Thwip, uh, that, uh, came across my gaze as I was scrolling through Mastodon, and, uh, I thought I'd try it out. So I have a fun little soundboard here, and now I can annoy you all recklessly at every moment. <laughs> <laughs> and now you are all going. <laughs> okay, okay. Just just kidding, folks. I promise I'm not going to I'm not going to go nuts with this. Uh but uh yeah, I don't even know if I'll continue using a soundboard uh past this episode, but um I'm trying out this app. It's fun. I have it right here on my iPad so I can record it right into my my Mac as I record this episode and and have fun with that. The next thing I wanted to recite, I guess, perform, <laughs> uh, is a poem. Uh, yeah, it, it's poetry reading time now here at Fresh Fusion. Um, so, of course, I've known about Edgar Allan Poe, the, the famous poet and short story author and editor and man at large back in the 1800s here in America, uh, uh, but I never really engaged directly with his works all that much. Um, but uh, multiple times now, for whatever reason, Edgar Allan Poe has come up on Mastodon, and there's actually a really nice new site now called nevermore.rip, <laughs> which is a great domain name. It's really great. Uh, so yeah, nevermore.rip has a whole bunch of works by Edgar Allan Poe there. And, um, actually prior to this, I had, uh, read one of his poems called Alone and it really spoke to me. So I found it once again on nevermore.rip and I will now attempt to read it for you here on Fresh Fusion. From childhood's hour, I have not been as others were. I have not seen as others saw. 
I could not bring my passions from a common spring. From the same source, I have not taken my sorrow. I could not awaken my heart to joy at the same tone. And all I loved, I loved alone. Then, in my childhood, in the dawn of a most stormy life, was drawn from every depth of good and ill the mystery which binds me still. From the torrent or the fountain, from the red cliff of the mountain, from the sun that round me rolled in its autumn tint of gold, from the lightning in the sky as it passed me flying by, from the thunder and the storm, and the cloud that took the form when the rest of heaven was blue, of a demon in my view. And that concludes the poetry reading for today's episode of Fresh Fusion. <laughs> Don't know if I'll do another poetry reading, but uh, that was fun. I'm probably not very good at it, uh, but I hope you enjoyed it nevertheless. And if you'd like to read the poem for yourself, Alone by Edgar Allan Poe, the link is in the show notes. And now, news update on Intuitive Plus. So I've been working on a membership platform, a subscription service, whatever you want to call it, uh, called Intuitive Plus. The parent company, if you will, for it is Intuitive Future. Uh, so soon, hopefully very soon, uh, there will be a new Intuitive Future website where you can sign up for Intuitive Plus. And this show will be part of that. So I'll continue doing episodes of Fresh Fusion. I'll continue to release free episodes, but they'll be a little bit shorter, a little bit more of a single topic, and I will include a whole lot more in the Fusion Plus podcast. So all members of Intuitive Plus will have access to Fresh Fusion Plus to, uh, to get those longer episodes. So this will really help me stay on track with releasing episodes regularly and it'll also help me kind of justify a little bit more time put into the more meaty topics. You know, I can do more research. I can include more reference links. I, I can really give you better quality content uh, because I'll, I'll be able to, to justify that uh, through uh, having this subscription platform. So uh, never fear. If you're, if you're not interested in that, there will still be a Fresh Fusion show. The show's not disappearing or anything like that. Uh, but, but for those really in-depth, meaty topics and the more technical discussions of topics, uh, I will be able to do all of that in the longer, uh, full-featured episodes of the show as Fresh Fusion Plus. So stay tuned. I'm, I'm hoping we're, we're now a matter of weeks away, not months away, and it's really, really exciting. So, so stay tuned for that. On a sadder note, when it comes to subscription services, I'm not sure anyone would have said that they would like X to be their new subscription service of choice. <laughs> but apparently it's coming. Apparently Elon Musk is now starting to get the word out that X is going to move to a monthly subscription model pretty much for everybody, I guess. So <laughs> not sure how much it will cost, but if you want to be on X and you want to subject yourself to anti-Semitism and 
folks in the Nazi bar and misinformation campaigns and Russian bots and all of those other fun things, you too can pay to play, according to Elon Musk. So enjoy, I guess. Enjoy the Nazi bar that you now have to pay for to even get in. Yeah, I think I'll pass. Moving right along, uh, some very exciting news from WordPress. Yeah, that WordPress. Uh, They've added ActivityPub functionality officially to WordPress. Um, I'm not sure if it's an extra plugin you have to download or if it comes with Core. But at any rate, there's definitely a plugin now that you can add to your WordPress site that uh, will allow that blog to function as an entity, a, an account, if you will, through ActivityPub so that you know folks on Mastodon and other networks like that can directly follow the blog and replies that you make. Like if you're following one of these WordPress blogs and you comment by replying through Mastodon or whatever, it will show up as a comment on the blog. Uh, you can see followers on the blog, a list of all the followers from across ActivityPub. Basically, all the things that you would expect to see is all going to be there. Now, this isn't yet available for WordPress.com, the WordPress hosted service, uh, but it's coming. It is coming. So so soon, anyone presumably could hop over to WordPress.com, start a new blog, and literally be a part of the Fediverse, which is really, really exciting. And I think actually going to be a huge, huge boost for the Fediverse because, believe it or not, a lot of people write, a lot of people publish. (laughs) There's still a lot of blogs out there. Uh, And the more that blogs can really be first-class citizens, uh, the better. Because, you know, for a long time now, we've had this idea that you know, you write on a website and then you syndicate a link out to social media, right? Like like the blog post that you just wrote and you published isn't itself on social media. You now have to link to it from social media. But if your blog is speaking activity pub, your blog is social media. Your actual blog is now part of social media. It's now part of social networking on the web. Uh, and that, I think, is, is really nice. I mean, think back to the olden days where you had Twitter and you had Medium. And it was always kind of weird, right? Like, think about it. It was always kind of weird that, you know, Medium, in many regards, felt like, like, long-form version of Twitter, right? Like you create an account on Medium and you're at somebody and you post something and now you have a nice blog post and, you know, folks can follow that blog and you can follow other blogs and, and you know, like it's sort of this social network for blogs in a way. But it's a separate thing from Twitter and you could link to Medium from Twitter and you could log into Medium via Twitter you know, to, as an easy way to create a login, but there, like, it was never completely integrated, and and that's just kind of silly, right? Like, <laughs> like in an ideal world, like you could be on something like Twitter, and then write a blog post somewhere, and that blog post could now just 
be on Twitter and folks could reply to the tweet that represents the blog post and the replies could be the comments on the blog post, right? And people could comment on the blog post and see those in Twitter, etc. right? Like it's all just the same thing under the hood. <laughs> Why is it not? Uh, well, it's not because we have all these silos, right? We have all these corporate silos and they're all different things. They're all different properties and there's no common protocol to wire them all up, you know, other than just, you know, standard go to this website in your browser. But now we have ActivityPub. So everything can talk to everything. And that's what you want. That's how it should work. It's really how it always should have worked. And uh, man, it's going to be nice to see this roll out and to see more people using it. I, I really can't wait. Uh, and I might I might actually experiment with signing up for WordPress.com once that's available, just to try it out and see how it works. And Maybe I'll report back here. All right, so with that down and out of the way, let's talk about threads. Threads is here to be the social network to rule all social networks. <laughs> Not really, but uh, I I'm still continuing to experiment with threads. I'm still waiting for them to join the Fediverse. I keep saying they will. They haven't yet, but they keep saying they will. So I continue to be a sucker. I, I, I mean, be optimistic and, and uh, await the arrival of threads in the Fediverse. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, I'm, I'm seeing how it changes and improves and evolves over time. And particularly what I wanted to talk about today is who I'm following. Like, why even be on threads? Who am I following because I think that's kind of indicative of where there might be some gaps in terms of, of Mastodon and, and people's exposure or interest in Mastodon. You know, you, you could perhaps argue that if you have Mastodon and you have a pretty good social graph there, and then you're also on threads, that can cover a lot of ground. Like you're going to be able to follow people on threads that you can't follow through Mastodon, and you can also follow things through Mastodon that aren't on threads. Uh, and that's what I'm seeing. Like, sure, there's some overlap in terms of topics or communities or whatever, but there's also a lot of differences. And so I'd like to look at those differences and imagine a future world where, you know, I, I could just keep using Mastodon and follow those people who are on threads, follow those, those companies, follow those news accounts, follow whoever and not actually need to be on threads. And that would be fine with me. Like at some point in the future, I'm perfectly fine with closing down my threads account and saying, hey folks, you can now follow me on Mastodon, right? Threads is now part of the Fediverse. Follow me on Mastodon. And I'll follow all the people that I'm following and I'll just use Mastodon. That's perfectly fine. But in the meantime, it is what it is. So here are the sorts of people that I'm following on threads. All right, so the first category, if you will, of people I'm following are people I know in real life, actually. Uh, people I've met in the past at, at meetups or conferences or what have you, even a few longtime friends. Uh, and that was kind of a nice thing when I first got into threads. You know, because of the fact that it piggybacked off of Instagram, I found that, oh, like a few people, not not a ton, but a few people that 
were still part of my Instagram social graph because I never actually closed my Instagram account, even though I haven't used it in years. Um, a few of those people show up here. So that was cool. I've, I've been able to reconnect with a few folks and, and say howdy. So, so that's nice. It, it's, it's actually a nice feeling, I have to admit. All right, so the next category is probably the least interesting, and it's it's the nerds, right? It's it's like it's like a bunch of folks that, you know, that do podcasting or write about tech topics or whatever. And a lot of those people are already on Mastodon, right? So I'm following them on threads now, too, for whatever reason, but I've already been following them on Mastodon. And so, you know, there's a fair amount of cross-posting or just sort of like maybe they're they're doing more official account stuff on Mastodon, which is interesting, and then using threads for more casual stuff, like, here's a picture of the cool sandwich I just ate. <laughs> so so we're back to that. But um, anyway, uh, to me, this is the least interesting category, but I, I am definitely following some folks in that category. All right, the next category is what I might say, like, creators and artists who, for whatever reason, just never got into Mastodon. Or maybe they tried it out at one point a long time ago and it just didn't click for them. Uh, and now they're on threads. So it's this is sort of like the, the migration from Twitter to something, and they landed on threads. Um, and, and this category is pretty nice. Like, it's, it's fun to see photographers. It's fun to see... Uh, folks recording podcasts about, you know, very esoteric niche topics of all sorts. Um, just, you know, all the sorts of things that, uh, you know, provide flavor to any online community. Um, seeing some of that on threads. I, I do feel like I'm not seeing enough of this on threads. I think I think a lot of the really geeky folks in this category have at least put some effort into going with Mastodon by now. Um, but there are some folks that were just, you know, maybe maybe it was natural to sort of migrate from even Instagram over to threads, if you will. Um, maybe they were, you know, posting the sorts of things that uh, weren't necessarily getting all that much traction through Instagram, and now they're trying threads and seeing how that works. So anyway, this is a space I'm definitely interested in. Uh, now, the next category is really, really nice. Probably my favorite thing about threads at this point, and that is local, local accounts, like like local Portland organizations, local Portland institutions, like like the art museum or 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 a local newspaper or something to that effect. Like th this is almost like the like the Facebook category, if you will, like way back in the day. <laughs> when I was active on Facebook, like, these are the accounts I would follow on a regular basis, you know, like, I'd, I would follow local businesses, local restaurants, like, like, McMinimins is a really, really popular uh, brew pub, restaurant, hotel, etc, etc, chain here, it sounds funny to say chain, because there, there really are so many of them, but every McMinimins feels really unique and has a lot of local flavor, so it's, it's kind of one of the most uh, fun, popular, and intriguing local chains in the Pacific Northwest. And they're on threads, posting stuff about events and new brews and all sorts of things, right? Like, that's fun. 
and and I would probably never see that on Mastodon. Like for whatever reason, like you, you just wouldn't find that. Like it's it's very unlikely, you know, the Portland Art Museum or whatever would like go over to pdx.social and create an account there and then like promote stuff. I mean, maybe at some point down the road we will see that. I certainly hope so. Um, but that's the kind of stuff that's been lacking. And so it's really fun to see that on threads. And then I think the last category that's been fun, I, I'm I'm not sure I would say this is my favorite category by any means uh, compared to some of these others I've mentioned, but it is kind of nice to see. Um, and that is just sort of like what you might call general news or maybe like news of a more sort of mainstream political orientation. So I, I don't mean mainstream, like, you know, like moderate or whatever. I just mean like, you know, like big news accounts, the kind of accounts that, you know, in the Twitter of old might've had hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Like some of those accounts have decided to drop X because X sucks. And so where do they go? Well, they're on threads, you know, whether we're talking about individuals like Kara Swisher Scott Galloway, you know, the, those folks, whether we're talking about, you know, the Lincoln Project <laughs> or, uh, you know, I don't know, like maybe some big news channel. I don't know. Like just a lot of these kinds of accounts. Um, and the kind of funny thing there is like Threads officially has kind of gone out of its way to say like, hey, we're not trying to chase breaking news. We're not trying to chase like the most up to date and probably contentious political discourse, right? Like we're here for other reasons. We're not going to we're not going to go after politics. Nevertheless, there are a whole lot of people on here talking about politics. Um and again, some of those people just they're just not going to use Mastodon. I'm I'm sorry to say it. I wish it were different, right? Like Kara Swisher is just not going to be on Mastodon. Scott Galloway is just not going to be on Mastodon. <laughs> I keep saying those names because, like, both of them are very active on threads, and it's kind of fun. Like, I usually agree with the sorts of points Kara Swisher is making. I usually agree with her coverage of various topics. Uh, Scott Galloway, much less so. In fact, I often disagree with him, and sometimes I really think he just kind of sounds like a moron, which is a little disconcerting. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he his moronicness is couched in very smart sounding language so that's kind of the problem right like he'll 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 go off on a on a diatribe about something and it will sound very convincing and it will sound like he's making a very wise point and then you think about it for like 10 seconds and you're like wow that was actually really stupid <laughs> So that's kind of how I feel about Scott Galloway. But yeah, there's no denying that he is a an entertaining personality. And, and sometimes when he's right, he's really, really right. And he's been very, very anti-Elon and very negative on everything that's gone on with X. And I can really appreciate that because, you know, everything he's saying about that is absolutely right on. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody... Uh, like Scott and like Kara too, for that matter, are are taking such public stands here because you know they have plenty of reasons to want to, you know, maintain a real active presence on X, right? Like they have such large followings and they're so well known, 
you know, particularly in the sort of tech and business news spaces, you know, like they could just stay on there and grit their teeth and keep plugging away. But they're kind of just like, let's get out of there. X is terrible. (laughs) Why, Why do we have to keep supporting this? Why do we have to keep propping up Elon? It doesn't make any sense. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm talking way too much about Scott Galloway at this point. So let's move on. I'm going to see if there's one other category at this point. I'm not sure there actually is, but I'm going to scroll through here just a little bit, see if there's any other sort of category of folks I follow, uh, that we can talk about. All right. Uh, probably the last category then I will talk about here is, um, I guess you could call them celebrity performers. Like they're performers and they're celebrities, but I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm following Chris Evans or, oh, I'm following Scarlett Johansson. I don't mean like that. I mean more like I'm following Patton Oswalt or or Randy Rainbow. I love Randy Rainbow. Or folks like LeVar Burton, you know, like like those sort of folks that are, you know, celebrities at large that you know, maybe aren't in the in the most, you know, widespread in the news sorts of, of places nowadays. But uh, but in a certain in a certain subsection of the population, they're, you know, they're very well known or or still very beloved, whatever. So lots of those folks uh, seem to be uh, finding uh, a nice home now on threads especially if they've been really vocally critical of x and everything going on there right like like if you're sort of just a general celebrity who actually seems to really like social media like like the sort of twitter style of engagement and you don't want to be on x anymore threads is the logical choice i suppose that is if you're in america or or some other countries Uh, threads is not happening it's just not a thing yet in europe so European celebrities are going to be locked out here for the most part. And I'm not sure I want to say I hope that changes because <laughs> I'm not sure I will, I'm even rooting for threads in any real way here. Um, I'm just saying as somebody who has joined threads, uh, finding folks that, that I'm aware of that are in this celebrity performer sort of category, um, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to be following them. And truth be told, like, some of those sorts of folks have been on Mastodon too, right? Like George Takai has hundreds of thousands of followers on Mastodon. And I, I'm not sure George personally does much with it. Like it kind of seems like he has a social media account and he has some folks in charge of it and then they kind of run with it. And he probably generally agrees with what they're doing. But, you know, I, I'm under no illusion that George Takai is personally typing out and pressing publish on Mastodon every day. But uh, still, like, it's fun. It's fun. And uh, Jerry Ryan was, has been uh, someone who's been on Mastodon. Now, I think it's possible she's more active on threads now. I'd, I'd have to go check, like, like where she's spending more time now. But um, Jerry Ryan, of course, being Seven of Nine in Star Trek Voyager and then more recently Star Trek Picard. Um, very, very active, mostly political on on social media so at any rate um yeah so those are sort of the general buckets if you will of various folks that i'm following on threads and again like 
I really see this all being temporary. I really see this all being just something I'm doing right now because I I have to, quote unquote, once Threads is part of the Fediverse, once you can follow accounts on Threads from Mastodon, I will be following all of these accounts pretty much and and then deactivating, well, not necessarily deactivating, but like sunsetting my Threads account with a sort of farewell follow me now here because you can uh, here's my mastodon account and and then you know that will be that cuz honestly like in terms of features in terms of experience there's nothing special about threads in fact it's kind of bare bones and kind of doesn't do much for me uh i use ivory as my main Mastodon experience. Like I use the Ivory app on iPhone, on iPad, and on Mac. I'm always in Ivory. Everywhere I go, all the time, I'm using Ivory. I rarely even use Mastodon itself as a web interface. And in fact, sometimes when folks are saying, oh, Mastodon's so hard to use because of this or because of that, I at first scratch my head and I'm like, hmm? And then I realize, oh, that's because they're actually using Mastodon and they're not using a really nice client like Ivory, I just don't run into those problems. So so Ivory's great. It's definitely worth paying for in my view. And and that's really my experience. So you know, so in my mind, like there's threads and then there's Mastodon generally, and then there's Ivory. And I like using Ivory. So what I really want to do is use Ivory for everything, right? Like follow everybody, follow Follow folks on Threads, follow folks on Mastodon, follow these new WordPress blogs, and follow a whole lot of other things, all from Ivory. Probably the the, the client or the, the platform, if you will, I use the most besides Mastodon slash Ivory is PixelFed. Uh, PixelFed's really nice for photos in particular. PixelFed is sort of to Instagram, what Mastodon is, was to Twitter. Um, so I, I'm always kind of wondering why PixelFed isn't a whole lot more popular because like, it's a really nice platform. Um, I used to quibble a bit about the image quality there, but I think it's been getting better. Like the last few times I've posted images th- through PixelFed, uh, they've come out looking quite nice. Um, and there are, are now some third-party clients for PixelFed. Uh, there's an official PixelFed client that I believe is coming out for iOS and Android, or is maybe out already. I'm not sure exactly when that drops, but um, anyway, um, there's a plug for PixelFed, but that this kind of should show you like where I'm at right now. Like In terms of social media, I'm generally going to be using either Ivory or some kind of pixel-fed client when I want to specifically focus on photography. Um, And then other stuff generally can come and go, but I'm just just not going to care about it all that much. And there's nothing special about Threads, the app, that would make me want to stay there uh, versus just use ivory and follow folks who are on threads. So, so that's the plan. <laughs> Again, I have no idea when threads is going to officially come out with activity pub support and how that's going to work. And, you know, I know that a lot of Mastodon instances out there have already pledged not to have any support for threads whatsoever. Like they're just not going to do it. 
which uh, I don't know. I I think that's a bit premature. Uh, I know folks have their reasons, and I know probably even some of you listening to this are going to be like, but Jared, Meta is terrible. Meta sucks. I can't believe I've listened to a podcast this long <laughs> talking all about Meta and whatever Meta is doing. And yeah, I get that. I get that. And, you know, I, I even get the fear that, you know, once once Threads is part of the Fediverse, they're going to try to, you know, embrace and extend and extinguish, right? Like they're going to sort of take over and try to drive the protocol and and bend it to their will. In a sort of Microsoft style uh, approach here. So I... I Listen, I get all of that. I really do. But at the end of the day, I feel like the real enemy here, the real enemy right now is X. Like X is just so over the top bad, like so cartoonishly villainous, right? Like some of the stuff going on with Elon Musk and what he's doing at X, like I I wonder if I'm in an Austin Powers movie, and and Elon Musk is gonna like pull off pull off the the face mask like Mission Impossible style and be like, I'm Doctor Evil. <laughs> like it's it's so bad. X is so bad now, so outrageously bizarre and grotesque that like literally anything Meta is doing right now, like I would even rejoin Facebook before. I rejoin X. That's how bad X is. And believe me, there's nothing that would make me rejoin Facebook, but (laughs) you get what I'm saying. So like in this world that we find ourselves where in a way threads is the only sort of mainstream sort of boring corporate America sort of alternative that, you know, sort of vaguely makes a lot of folks, especially celebrities, feel sort of comfortable. Like, like in that world, I guess I'm rooting for threads. Dot, 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 question mark. I know, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, meta. (laughs) Uh, A service by meta. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but this is the world we find ourselves. So, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic that threads could turn into something kind of nice, kind of special. And particularly if they follow through with support for activity pub, you know, I plan to be on an instance or, you know, God forbid switch instances, but whatever, where uh, I can um, participate in, you know, following folks on threads and asking them to follow me. And I really am looking forward to that. All right, that's it for today's episode of Fresh Fusion. We made it through. (laughs) I hopefully didn't abuse the soundboard here too much. Not sure if he'll come back, but anyway, today it was fun. As always, you can find me at jaredwhite.com and on Mastodon and the Fediverse, of course. I'm at jaredwhite at indieweb.social. And you can listen to past podcast episodes by going to jaredwhite.com slash podcast. I also have an email newsletter called Creator Class, which you can sign up for at jaredwhite.com slash creator dash class. So that's it for today. And until next time, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.